0: Salutations, and welcome to episode 40 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. My name is Patrick Rahal. I am the angriest of the angry nerds. I am the... I I had something that I was going to like. You fucked up. I am the Tchaikovsky of tangents. Although, the T in Tchaikovsky is silent. Uh, I am joined by... uh, Point. be
1: the Tesla of tangents.
0: Oh, we were just talking about we Tesla. We were just talking like about Tesla. 40 seconds ago. That's awesome. I fucked that up.
1: Johnny started <laughs> it again. Started <laughs> again. Womp, uh,
0: womp. Editing,
1: here. editing.
0: <laughs> and that was the best take. We did that 56 times. Um, we are joined today by the uh, uh, Giggle queen McPlanet jokatron
2: what the fuck wow are you drunk (laughs) (laughs) I know what is in your uh, Gatorade Uh, Uh, did you
3: drink this (laughs) I I have not yet this Uh, apothic (laughs) rosé
0: yes um yeah it's agent Nicole yeah she's here um agent Nicole say something so people can hear you
2: hi everybody it is agent Nicole well we
0: didn't ask for your life story (laughs)
2: Do you want to make it round two Of me getting pissed at you Because we could totally make that happen I think
0: think it's more than round two at this point Oh I know (laughs) I will talk about Mrs. Potts until the cows come home The anthropomorphic cows
1: can I be like Judge Mills Lane from Celebrity Death Match? Be like, let's get it on.
0: I have no problem with you saying that to me.
1: Uh, I can't tonight. I have a headache.
0: <laughs> that uh, lovely voice that you just heard was the Mistress of Merlot, the uh, Real Housewife of Pennsylvania. I oh, know.
4: <laughs>
0: oh my God! <laughs> right, that's where that's where the Draculas live. Right,
1: <laughs> <The> Draculas. <laughs> what the fuck are you? And on? that's.
0: Uh, Ashes Vaughan Nightmare.
1: <laughs> Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> we are also joined, uh, as as you heard, by the uh, hardest working man in podcasting, Mr. Johnny Wolfenstein.
3: Uh, I have not been drinking, so I'm not drunk. <laughs> All right. Is Dan. it sad
2: that I associate you now with Booty Bootylicious?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. or Patsy? I
2: don't
3: know if that's good or not.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: And we have a very special guest this week. He is the maestro of manga and an authority on anime. He knows bunches about Berserk and much about Metal Gear Solid. He dominates Dark Souls and brings Devil May Cry's Dante to tears and owns Anamusha. He taught Goku the spirit bomb technique, gives Constantine confidence, and helped Nib- Nibbler lock Fry in the freezer. He is our good <laughs> friend and a fan of the Grand Guignol Network, ladies and gentlemen,
5: Riku. Well, hello darlings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello, darling. Oh.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely intro, Patsy. That was If can I get that on my
1: headstone?
4: <laughs>
5: yes. I need this saved.
1: You might need a rather large tombstone, but we can make it work.
5: That's yes. fine. I'll just get an obelisk. There, you, there go. you go. Make it make it a monument, people. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you spend you you want like a pyramid type thing. I mean, or like a sphinx or something like that. Like, you know, but then are people remembering you? Are they remembering the statue?
5: You know, yeah. Can I get a giant statue of me breathing fire and saying "Remember me"? Absolutely. As long as it's filled
0: with slot machines and like incredibly high proof uh, uh, alcohol and millions of snakes.
5: This is a Futurama reference. I, I know. Just, well, just in case, you know, ev- some people haven't seen Futurama.
0: Well, those people shouldn't be listening to our show. They need no, to that's, check themselves. You need to watch all of Futurama, then come back and listen, because there will be a Bender episode coming down the pike. So.
5: Oh, I will I will come on and I will assist on that one, too, if oh. you need it.
0: Oh, I don't know if we'll need it, but we'll take it anyways.
5: <laughs> Lovely.
0: So Riku, you've uh, been contributing to our show for quite some time. You actually uh, helped pick one of our first uh, fan appreciation episodes when we covered uh, Guts from Berserk.
5: Yes, you did, and you did a very good job of it.
0: Thank you. That was a character with which we were completely unfamiliar. We had uh, no knowledge of uh, of him whatsoever, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. And again, that's what our show is about. You know, yeah. talk about. Things that maybe we know a lot about, maybe we don't know anything about. Learn. I didn't know what you were doing over there.
2: I was trying not to cough in I the mic. I thought you
0: were like eating like a handful of seeds. Oh
5: no!
2: <laughs> I was being polite. While coughing. <laughs> yeah, the I seeds was being made for
5: Cough. They were coffee seeds. As everybody knows, talking and coughing are very, or eating things are very hard things to do at the same time. And Nicole's pretty
0: talented. I think that's she true.
5: She. She does put up with your puns very masterfully. She does.
0: She does. That is, uh, you know, she committed a lot of sins in her past life, and this is her punishment.
2: Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that was awful.
1: Uh,
5: I mean, uh,
1: yeah.
5: <laughs> you, you know, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff going on in Castle Wolfenstein, you know, time is convoluted here as I sit here in the digital realm. But, uh, new manga chapter for Berserk comes out on March 24th. Oh, and that's... Uh, that's what the hell? Is that? Last week. That? <laughs> <laughs> By the time this comes out, it'll be last yeah, week. Yeah, I know. And the new anime starts on April 7th.
0: So oh, there you go. That's, that's the future. Our fans,
5: you know, get, get in on that great story. And if you
0: aren't familiar, you can go back and listen to our episode. I forget what number it is, but it's called It Takes Guts to Go Berserk where we cover a little bit of the vast uh vast storyline that is uh the life and times of guts.
5: You guys mainly hit the golden age arc and that's the that's the part that draws people in. Yeah. To, like you can read it in any way you want for all I care, but it cause it's all good. But, yeah, you Golden Age is where they set stuff up. By the way, that's episode 12.
2: Yep, it lucky 12. Beat me I to it. Me too. <laughs>
1: uh, everybody's
0: got
3: their phones up. I was going to do a producer's note, and uh, Riku's way ahead of the game.
2: I wasn't looking. I, I don't I, care. I, I just,
0: <laughs> I so just remembered what, num- what, what the name was. I
2: had to stroll through <laughs> my like list of podcasts to find us. I was like, oh. You know, I wasn't on that episode, so I really don't care.
5: That's no. okay. Well, you wow. should learn because Berserk is awesome. Yeah,
1: I did easy. know. I did enjoy the episode, and I did. Yeah, you watched it with us. I, yeah, I did actually watch it, and I thought it was. I'm not an anime person, but I thought that the story was actually really cool. Uh, can I? Can I share a
5: small hope for the new chapter? Absolutely. Yes. They're they're in Casca's mind, and I really hope this is the chapter where Casca gets better.
0: That would be uh, a good thing. I yes. Would, would she's one of
5: the best female protagonists in all of anime and she deserves to be better. It's been 20 years, Mira. Let's, let's do it.
0: Yeah, that's plenty long enough to be recovering.
5: Yeah. Anyway, so the show, sorry for my tangent. No, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> this show is all about tangents. We should call this Tangent Down Thursday.
4: Cuz <laughs> oh that's rename, rename. What we
5: do. I mean, um, you're 40 episodes in. Are you going to wreck your branding? Uh, I mean, no. this is solid stuff here. Well, I would, me- still,
0: I would still be able to keep my monogram slippers.
5: Oh, that's true. They do start with T's.
0: Yeah. So, uh, as you know, and uh, maybe folks who are unfamiliar, maybe if you're listening for the first time, uh, what we like to do when we have a guest is we do a little segment called Getting Into Character because our show is all about characters. And we try to learn a little bit about our guests so what we do is we ask five random questions, and today we have split those questions up. I'm going to have two, Agent Nicole is also going to have two, and Ashes Von Nightmare is going to have one. So we are going to start with Agent Nicole, because she has this big, goofy grin on her face, and Elvis on her hat. So... We're what? T-
2: oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So we're going to start with Agent Nicole. Agent Nicole,
5: uh, are you ready?
2: I am ready. Riku, are you ready?
5: I am prepared. My body is ready.
2: Wow. (laughs) 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 Um, Number one, if your life story was turned into a manga series, who would you like to write it and illustrate it?
4: Mm.
5: Um... You know, a part of me would say uh, Junji Ito, but in my heart, it's Hirohiko Araki from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He would write and illustrate my life. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I would like my life to be a lot more fabulous and have cool, awesome magic powers in it.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I mean thought that was my awesome life already. already.
5: <laughs> who, who doesn't want a stand? So if I can have a stand, I want it to be Iraqi.
0: Okay. Uh, Ashes, are you ready with your question?
1: Well, uh, why don't you do your question? I'll do my question. And then I'll be be, like the filling in this...
0: uh... Question sandwich? Yes. All right. Oh, good. All right. So my question to you, uh, One Punch Man, Goku, or Akira, whose powers would you like most to have?
4: Mm,
5: Are we talking Akira from Virtual Fighter?
0: No, we're talking Akira from
5: Akira. Okay, alright. Uh, you don't have to be five though. Oh okay. <laughs> I can be adult me.
0: Yeah, you're you, you have just to... have their powers.
5: Okay. Hmm. One Punch Man do I have to wear the goofy costume if I'm one pu- if I get one punch man's powers? You don't. You don't have to wear anybody's goofy costume.
0: Unless you... you
1: want to. Yeah, I unless mean, you would just I
5: want be you. to. You also don't
0: have to be bald if you, if you pick uh, Saitama. So. Unless you
1: want to. <laughs> Unless
0: I want to. See, I'm going to be bald whether I want to or not. Like, that's just time. And genetics.
4: Look, yes.
5: Look, it's going to happen to me. My long, flowing locks are slowly receding. So it's, 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 a, it's a path we're both on, Patsy.
0: Well, I have long, flowing back hair at this point.
5: <laughs> oh, you are lucky, sir.
0: My hair color is scalp.
5: No. Okay, okay. Serious time. Um, I'm going to say Goku. Okay. Because uh, part of me just thinks, you know, who doesn't want to throw giant laser blasts or call down spirit bombs? And I mean, hey, if I have the power to instantly, like, grow my hair out to, like, Super Saiyan Level 3 levels of hair, or, yeah, I'm, I'm game.
0: That's why Krillin could never be a Super Saiyan.
5: But he made the most destructive ability ever. That's Everybody true. focused on blast. Krillin just turned it into a disc, and that shit cut through Frieza. Yes, it's the best.
0: All right. So who? Who's next? Who's next?
1: I'll go, Riku. Who is your favorite throw down Thursday Lame. podcast? <laughs> Lame
0: Well it wouldn't be you because you just said you didn't care about the guts episode.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking. That's that's lies, that's not my question. Um okay. Riku, if you were a drag queen, what would your name be? Mm,
5: that's a good one. <laughs> What's the what's the normal thing you're supposed to do for your porn star name?
0: Well, mine would be Ivana Cookie. I think it's like your
2: first first pet, and like the last name would be like or like the street you you live on, on and your
1: middle name or something like Mm. that.
5: I don't know. If I was a drag queen, I feel like I'd want to have Stardust in there somehow because that just feels like a very that feels like a very drag queen name. So maybe maybe like I don't know. Now what I'm thinking of is like a, one of my dog's names, who was Mitchell, and it would be like Mitchell Stardust.
1: You could be like Mitchy, Mitchy Stardust.
5: Mitchy Stardust.
1: Kind of sounds like an anime character.
5: It does, but it also sounds like a Like it would be a good drag queen.
1: Absolutely, Mitchy Stardust. Mitchie I think Stardust. we just found the uh, name for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> Mitchy Stardust. Mitchie Stardust. <laughs> you would have is to there... do jazz hand, like the fingers when uh, you when you. Say I'm your literally name. doing like. hand poses Stardust. That we all are in here. <laughs> Mitchy Stardust. I love it. Good answer.
5: <laughs> is, is there accents like umlaut shit we can do to make that actually read?
0: You can the... do
1: whatever you want. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll add
5: a bunch of
0: shit into there. Umlauts and and semicolons and and axon-sichon-flex, whatever you like. Uh,
2: Okay, who's next? Nicole. (laughs) Um, What is a typical weekend for Riku? What do you do on the weekends?
5: Okay, let's see. Uh, Fridays I normally end up doing whatever. I do laundry on Fridays. Fridays are boring for me. Uh, Fridays are uh, laundry, and you know there there are some adult beverages had, and uh, I listen to my friends live on the Slash 2 podcast. I'm sorry for the shameless plug.
4: No, no. no go, uh, go ahead. ahead.
5: Slash2podcast.com, hosted by my friends Rusty V, Cormus and Fancy. Um, normally – Saturday is the day that I go out and I do whatever I want. So I go on adventures, uh, sometimes go hang out at the vape shop because I am a vaping enthusiast, but I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> who they are. The people who talk about vaping as a transcendental experience. Not just literally so I don't smoke cigarettes and my breath doesn't
2: stink.
0: Those people are called vapists. Yeah. Everyone's stealing my gimmick today.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: That's the second time.
5: <laughs> oh, you were about to say that?
2: Want to go for
3: three? <laughs> yeah. it, might mean, as well.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Johnny. I didn't mean to do that to
3: you. No, oh, no, that was me. No, Patsy stole it.
5: <laughs> oh, Patsy stole <laughs> Patsy's the man of a thousand gimmicks that are not really his. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
3: That's why I have
0: so
5: many. <laughs> like the Mil Moscaras of the gimmicks. There you go. Yes. <laughs>
3: The Man of a Thousand, of, of a thousand Gimmicks. Yes.
5: Um, let's see. Uh, Saturdays, there's also a Barnes & Noble uh, close to where I live. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll normally go in there and I'll look for, like, comics or manga or anything, I, or books or anything I would like to, you know, pick up. Um, and then normally I kind of eat out on Saturdays, you know, depending on where I want to go. Uh, then Sundays, I'll go and visit my grandma in, uh, in the nursing home. Aww. Um, well, yes, uh, that's very nice. Uh, <laughs> Sundays for me are just, I don't, normally I'm probably hungover, so my Sunday mornings are quiet watching YouTube videos or um, just random whatever, then go visit my grandma, and then, I don't know, I. Sh- Normally, my night just goes kind of take shower and then watch TV until I get tired.
2: Nice weekend. That's probably
5: way too long.
2: No, it's hey. okay. It's your weekend. It's
5: true. Although sometimes I will go listen on Saturday nights to my friends over at the Vent Chat podcast. Plug, plug.
0: Sorry. No, we no, have no be problem. Sorry. We have no problem Uh, with you. You We're
5: trying to spread awareness of everybody.
1: Spread the love.
5: (laughs) Spread the love. Uh, That would be at ventchat.com. I think they're also on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ventchat. They're a good show. They gave me my my start when I would call into their show and let me ramble about whatever.
4: Nice. Yeah. So. All
0: right, so you go. We got one question left, and that's from me. So my question is: What video game protagonist's life would you most want to take over?
4: Oh, oh, that's tough.
0: Now remember, um, you would get their life. So any like tragic backstory that's going on, you would inherit that.
5: Yeah, yeah. But would you start like say I picked say I picked Solid Snake? I would start at like Metal Gear One, and yes. then I would have to go to four.
0: Right, you'd have to go through like if you picked, you know, okay. Cloud right. Strife, you'd have to go through all seventy-five Final Fantasies.
5: Uh, I would have to deal with Advent Children, and that would be great. And then I'd have to deal with Dirge of Cerberus, which would be terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, mm. give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I know, all right, right, right. I know. Right. I, I, know. I know. Go ahead. Riding from Metal Gear Solid Two. Okay, because he's kind of lame in the second one and i feel like yeah you can be lame for a while and then he gets to be a cyborg ninja in four and then he becomes an even more badass cyborg ninja in revengeance so i'm like yeah yeah that's a pretty cool life
0: yeah cyborg ninja is generally uh a good career
5: path Uh, cyborg ninjas are awesome
1: i say it sounds like it wouldn't suck
5: Really wouldn't. <laughs> the only part about it, the only bad part about it, is the horrible torture between two and four, where you get turned into a cyborg without your your permission. That's think, the sucky part.
0: That's usually the way it works, though. Like, yeah, you know, pretty much everybody I can think of, you know, uh, RoboCop comes to mind immediately.
5: Oh God, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, that wasn't with with his permission. Uh Ew. and uh, you know. That's a nice segue into uh, what we're going to be talking about coming up.
5: Yeah, what are we going to be talking about coming up?
0: Uh, Something about goats goats and and shells. Maybe we're talking about the beach? I don't know. Uh, Goats
5: and shells, huh? Yeah, it's kind of like boats and uh, hoes. uh, (laughs) uh, hoes. Goats and shells? We got goats and shells.
2: Um,
5: Nicole, what are we talking
0: about this week?
2: We are talking about the... Uh, character the major from Ghost in the Shell which will be um, released in theaters tomorrow or if you go tonight with Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yeah and we're going to be discussing uh, not just the uh, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson portrayal uh, mainly because we haven't seen that film yet But we It's we're gonna very be-
1: difficult to discuss something you haven't seen
5: but. Yeah, and I've been avoiding most of the trailers, so, like, I barely know anything about that movie.
1: Now, are you are you avoiding the trailers because you plan on I've, seeing it and you want to kind of be surprised, or...? Mm, uh, well, I have I caught the first one,
5: and then I caught, like, midway through a later one because of a YouTube ad, and there were some parts of it where I was like, mm, this is making me a little nervous, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to not watch the trailers anymore. I'm going to wait for it to come out, and I'm going to go see it.
1: There you go. Well,
0: that kind of takes away from some of uh, what I was going to ask, because there's some stuff that I saw in the trailer that doesn't take place in the 1995 movie, and I was going to ask if there was other bases for it, but now I guess we can kind of skip that section.
5: From from what I understand, they're kind of pulling from a bunch of different areas within the ghost-in-the-shell manga slash anime anime slash movies. Uh, They're just pulling from a bunch of different elements. So hopefully it's just like a greatest hits of like... Because they they did the fight on the water scene. Mm -hmm. The naked fight on the water scene, which I was shocked that they did. But I was also thrilled that they did, to see that in the trailer, because I was like, ooh, they're actually doing the scene!
4: Yeah.
0: but- All right.
5: Yeah, we're going to get into a
0: lot more of that when we come back from our first break. And I can tell you're definitely itching to talk about it. And so are we. Oh, yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be discussing the major.
3: All right. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight to the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany.
4: It's me, Giovanni Lombardo Shut up. I call bullshit. I
3: demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay
4: And we're
0: back That uh, lovely song you heard in the background there is uh, Dead River by our good buddy uh, Rocky Uh, You can uh, check him out Anytime you're uh, up in Toronto uh, Look for the signs pointing you to No Man Because that's his stage alias And uh, Rocky is a very talented uh, musician And we are very happy that he lets us use this uh, theme song
1: and I'm really happy that he posts pictures of his pugs on his Facebook page. He does. I Pug love.
5: pictures are great, right?
1: I love pugs. I have this. Pugs thing. are dorbs. They're so ugly. They're cute with They're a little pugly. Smushed, yeah, with a little <laughs> in faces and the little tails, and oh, I love them so much.
5: They're so cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, today we are talking about the major, and I'm not going to attempt to. Say her full major name because it's.
5: Motoko Kusanagi.
0: Because, awesome! Yeah, because it's long and I will invariably screw it up. I had a hard time doing the intro today, so. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Trust me. P- Patsy's
1: I've... banned from big words for the time <laughs>
0: being. I'm Patsy the sleepy nerd. Um, but we're. No nap talk- today? No, I didn't I didn't no. get my juice either.
2: I didn't have my oh, nap.
0: Oh, uh, no. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, Ashes and I watched this film uh, the other day, the 1995 uh, anime. Yeah. And um, this was our first introduction to this character, and um, and I guess you know through uh, every intention and every uh, for for a very specific reason, I thought a lot of The Matrix when I was watching
5: this, and. I wonder why.
4: (laughs) Uh.
5: The Matrix like lists this as one of its big um, its big influences. If you look at the uh, if you look at like the weird sort of number crawl Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of the movie, that's the uh, computer code broken down. The names of the people who worked on the movie broken down into computer code, and it was the inspiration for that weird crawling text for the matrix
4: yeah
0: and even the uh the chase scene towards the beginning was very reminiscent of the agent smith neo chase scene uh towards the uh climax of uh, the first film oh yeah and you know it's clear that you know these types of uh of films have been heavily influential and watching this this uh the show uh, this film and then doing some research on the character afterwards um now, I'm not familiar with the manga at all because I haven't,
5: I haven't read it. Um, That's okay. It's really hard to read. <laughs> the, the blank spaces in that manga are a lot of times used for just musings on the nature of humanity. And are you truly human if you are a cyborg? Or is your mind truly yours? If, or could your memories be uh, falsely made to make you act a certain way? Yeah, from, from, it's all that transhumanism shit.
0: Yeah, from what I've I've understood, it's very uh, very philosophical, very uh, heavily influenced by different religious texts and and mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was very interesting the way the uh, how detached the major was in this film, where it's almost like she's supposed to be a person, but at the same time she's this uh unthinking, unblinking doll? Yeah, and and you know, after doing some more research, I, I was reading how they they were trying to uh in in a huge departure from the, the manga, they're trying to make her have less of a personality and have her just be very doll like in her appearance.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It, it it's this weird thing because apparently they I, the way they wrote it it she's supposed to be that way but in, in the manga she's a lot more like she still has her take charge attitude but she's a lot more what's the word sort of free spirited you know she does a little more slapstick you know vivacious and it's a little well, there's a little eroticism thrown in there but. You know that's it's because it's it's not entirely meant to titillate. It's just meant to be a thing where it's like, hey, here's a thing.
0: Um, speaking, sorry, I didn't mean to. Could go ahead?
5: No, no, no. I was just I was, con- say, uh, I was just commenting.
0: let say speaking of uh, titillating uh, the scene oh, that geez. you referenced earlier uh, before we went to break, uh, the naked fight scene. Yep. Now, in the trailer that I've seen. Um, because this is a, uh, a film... I believe it's going to be rated PG-13. I may be I wrong on so. that. Uh, I'll have my secretary look it up.
2: <laughs> Give me a second.
1: I was uh, like, I ain't doing shit. Uh, well, I, saw her, I saw I saw. Nicole
0: already reaching for her phone. Um, but no, the uh, they make it look more like... Instead of like, this is her being naked and like, you know, flashing nips and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: you are correct it is pg13 yeah so they can't
0: just have you know sprawling naked uh scarlet johansson. johansson
5: they they make her look more like like a doll yeah like yeah. A, uh, like she's I'm been okay put together
0: with. yeah um even the the iconic and this is i was completely unfamiliar with you know the story of ghost in the shell i i knew mm-hmm. nothing really about it but that iconic Leaping off the building backwards scene.
5: Yeah, I love that scene.
0: As soon as I saw that in the the live action trailer, I was like, "Wow, that's really almost spot on to what little I know of the anime." But that's how iconic this is. Like, I recognize yeah. that scene without ever having seen seen the film.
5: Like, I've, I've there are a few ways that I think that I would want to jump off a building, but and if I were guaranteed to live. I'd really want to do with the jump off the backwards jumping off a building
1: like, like how it, badass is that
5: oh, <laughs> so badass
0: Batman
4: it's watched even- that and was like damn <laughs> a, I'm Batman <laughs> uh, that lady's crazy uh, that,
5: what, why are they using robots like that <laughs> Whoa! I have weird, weird surfer Batman there for a second.
0: <laughs> Keanu Reeves as uh, Batman.
5: Whoa, Joker! You're not gonna take down this city. <laughs> oh.
2: So Riku, how did you get introduced into? <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> how do I? No, it's follow? Okay. How do you uh, get? How did you get introduced to um, Major and the series of Ghost in the Shell? Like, I'm really interested in that. Um,
5: well. There was a time where strange black tapes, videotapes I think they were called in ancient days of home media, and they weren't as crisp and clear as today's Blu-rays or what you download off of, uh, off of Amazon. So the, And I had one borrowed from a friend, and apparently it was in the wrong case. So I got to watch Ghost in the Shell instead of, I think it was Casper or something. (laughs) It's a ghost-themed movie. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but that's that's the first way I remember seeing Ghost in the Shell. And I was enthralled by it because it was so cool and different. And it was a cartoon, but it didn't look like the cartoons that were on TV.
4: Yeah.
5: From I'm I'm 27. Why am I talking like I'm ancient? But you know, it didn't look like Ducktales or uh, the Spider-Man cartoon. It it looked different. And I mean, the animated.
2: It's series. okay. I'm 27 oh, God, too. Batman you're not it. ancient.
5: Oh good. Thank you, Nicole. You're, <laughs> you're a lifesaver. you're a
0: child. I'm going to be 36 uh, when this airs in four days.
5: <laughs> uh. Oh, um, okay, Patsy. I'm I'm sorry for making you feel
0: bad. I know. I mean, there are, I've seen tortoises that have lived that long, but...
5: <laughs> and trees. Sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs>
4: sorry.
5: Uh, and then uh, later on, because I kind of forgot about Ghost in the Shell, you know, uh, it just kind of fell into this weird melange of childhood movies.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And then later, uh, when I was, like, in my mid-teens... Uh, this great thing called Adult Swim started on Cartoon Network. Yeah. It was like Toonami, like but on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And they would go till like 4 a.m. And one of the shows, besides all the other great shows that they had on there, was Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. And that is the. It's Ghost in the Shell, but think of it more as a crime drama series. hmm. And it's a very good one and so that drew me back to the original movie and then I saw the the 2.0 version later a uh, couple years later uh, of, where they took out a lot of the animated stuff like the the jump off the building scene was done in 3d CGI for the Ghost in the shell 2.0 release and that's not my favorite. I still like the old animated version.
0: That's, a, that's it, what we watched.
5: Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, I was going to ask that No, question. I mean,
0: we watched the, the, the re-release because uh, the okay. original uh, wasn't available.
5: Yeah, I understand completely. But the... Like, look it up on YouTube. It's, it's... It's different, and it just doesn't feel right once you've seen the anime version versus the CGI version.
4: I
0: agree. And from, again, doing my research, um... And, Ashes, you actually showed me this video, um... Talking about the sequel, um, they Uh-oh. did a lot more of the three D CGI than um in the first movie. Like it was where with the first movie it was like here and there, the second movie they put a lot more of it in there and the major wasn't a major part of the movie for
5: the no, majority she was- of it. She. This was a direct sequel to the first one because she was off having cyber adventures, being that she fused with um, the puppet master. Yes. And but she does show up at some point, and there is a nice little callback if you notice to uh, like 2051. I think it was a it was a code that that, that her and Bato set up at the yep. end just yep. in case they needed each other and there's a gr- there's a great scene in the sequel it's not there's there's even more philosophy and human humanism shit in that sequel but um, there's a great scene of basically we're stuck in a time loop and why is everything happening in the same way but different and it's a real mind trip because it's like is this the right one no wait it's like it's akin to that thing where you wake up from a from a scary dream and you're still dreaming so then everything looks normal for a second and then something scary happens and you wake up again
0: okay yeah i get you
5: but it's like that over and over again and then until something happens and they break out of it
0: cool um
5: so it's pretty cool
0: so ashes uh, you just saw this what was your impression of the major like as a character like who what did you think of her
1: well, first of all, I thought a lot of things. Um, I thought she was badass. Like, especially the fact that she could pretty much go... Uh, trans. It's almost like she was translucent. Like, she was invisible. But she yeah. wasn't invisible because, you know, she's an actual solid
5: Like predator being. technology. It, yes. It's like thermal optic camouflage, I exactly. think.
1: Exactly. And I just thought that was so incredibly cool. And I really enjoyed just the way that this whole like post cyberpunk futuristic just you know uh setting that everything was taking place in i just thought that was so it was just so well done and so cool looking um so i really liked that uh it was bloody and i kind of like that too um
5: cyborg blood yes Oh, that
0: first—that first
5: gunshot. Oh yeah, that where the where the guy gets taken out, just bang.
0: It just kind of like stands there with like a hole in his head, and all of a sudden, kaboom!
5: Yo.
1: But I had a, a couple of, of like questions. Like, do we know why how she became this way? Because she was human at one point.
5: She was um, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex Season Two, also known as Second Gig. Um, basically puts out the theory that when she was six years old, uh, her she was in a plane crash. And she was in a coma, and the only way she was going to survive was if they put her through the cyberization process, basically. So she was a cyborg from a young age.
1: Okay. And because I think they, in the, um, in the movie that we watched... They put her in like a smaller body at one point, right? Am I am I remember that? Yeah, point, that's Patrick? that's after
5: that. That's like right at the end there.
1: Yeah. So Where, is that kind of like a callback to? It's more along
5: the lines of, I don't know. I feel like it's an allegory for uh, her being reborn as because she's not truly herself because her and the puppet master like we're giving up our personalities and who we are to fuse together and create this thing. That's going to be an amalgamation of the two of us. Right? So it's kind of like she was reborn into another child body, but she's not Matoko anymore. She's weird gestalt version of the two.
0: Yeah. That I found that without knowing any of the background, I feel like this is something I would have to watch a couple more times to really, like, catch all the intricacies because there's so much going on, but there's (laughs) There's so much you don't know.
5: There's a lot you don't know, but let let me put it to you this way. If you watch it once and you don't get it, watch it again if you want more clarity because the 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 movie had to cut at like cut out a lot cuz that puppet master plot is just one part of the manga so i'd say try to read the manga and if you can't do it because it's kind of hard just watch like the standalone complex series okay and i know that's a lot to ask but it's more of a take on section 9 and all the people that she works with and she's got more of a personality like i love the movie but after watching the standalone complex series she has more of a personality and plus honestly i like the voice actor they got for the series better than i do the movie okay (laughs) because i I felt like yeah it just
1: i agree for for some reason um like we said, we watched the '95 version, and for some reason, I don't know. I felt like the voice wasn't matching up with the character. Yeah, it just, it, it just didn't feel right. Like see, it, just, it was off. No, see, I just, I, I just,
0: because I think it's supposed to be almost like a, a, a sterile, um, you know, by the book, nothing but business, no frills, because that's that's how she was presented. It's like she's a woman, but she's not really like.
1: But is she, though? And that's a question that I had while watching the movie. And then when going back and doing research and watching some of these kind of like YouTube videos that break down the anime and stuff, they posed the same question. Like, is she a person? Is there's she a, female? Or like the, the conflict between actually being female and being feminine.
5: There's a point where uh, I can't remember if it's in a movie or the series, but Bato, the guy with the cyborg eyes. Yep. Yeah, Uh, he shoots the idea at her to be like hey why don't you change out into a man's body you'd get more respect around here and she's like no I get enough respect as it is and then if I remember correctly I think she punches him but I'm not 100% sure (laughs) seems accurate although she she did
0: say at the end you know when I was a a child I looked at things with a child's point of view and now that I'm a man you know I looked at you know I mean I know it's a, a biblical quote
5: it is, but you also have to remember. There, she's not. She's it's a duality. Being, yeah, she's a dual being. Uh, I said gestalt earlier, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's a perfect term for what she becomes. Yes, she achieves a digital apotheosis to become something truly not entirely human, but not entirely artificial.
0: Uh, such a great uh, word. I don't. I don't hear that often.
5: I don't get to use apotheosis much in my everyday life, so whenever I can, oh yeah, I need to <laughs> slip that in there.
0: The only time cause... I've ever heard that uh, that word used, um, never in a conversation, but it was in uh, the beginning of the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. The desert was the apotheosis of all deserts.
5: Um uh, Nicole, see, what? I heard it in uh, I heard it in I think it was Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh, I haven't played that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Nicole, what did you think of Ghost in the Shell?
2: I'm such a fail. I didn't get to watch it. I was told it Aww. was free online on Amazon Prime, and unfortunately, I don't have Stars channels. Star
0: uh, well, that's okay. I failed to notice that it was yeah. Stars. I just was like, "Oh, hey, look, I yeah. can watch this. Here we go."
2: So I kind of scrambled, but I—it's more. I have questions for you, Riku, about major. Okay. Um, what? draw you to this character um is like what is like i feel like i can't say she's really a she but
0: well let me let me just jump in real quick um okay. for one thing it's not good to answer your your question or anything but um riku was the one who actually suggested this episode because you know you had asked like hey are you going to do ghost in the shell and we were at the time trying to figure out what we were going to do and we were originally gonna do Indiana Jones, but it turns out we we wouldn't have had time to watch four movies. Oh so yeah,
5: you know. no, you only watch three movies because that fourth one doesn't exist.
4: I agree. <laughs> but I agree. The
5: and then you break the you break that fourth disc because it's a lie. It's not real. <laughs> but it's we a, it's an implanted memory in your ghost, Patsy.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we were gonna do, and so I just want to give you credit for uh, choosing this this uh, character. Well, uh,
5: as your as your show has gone along, I've noticed certain things. You tend to like to do episodes about things that are coming up in in the time in time. So I was like, well, they did Logan. what's the other big movie in my world that's coming out, Ghost in the Shell well I better make sure they're doing an episode on that because I think that would be a cool episode to hear Throwdown Thursday people talk about uh, Ghost in the Shell and then you invited me on and I was like oh yay, I get to be on Throwdown Thursday and instantly my brain goes you're going to look like a giant nerd no that's my job
1: no one's a bigger nerd than Patsy so it's okay (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> hey, I look at it like this.
0: Everybody is a nerd for something. Yes, it's like, true. If you're like, oh, you like Star Wars. You're a nerd. It's like, oh, yeah? Well, what do you like? Well, you know, I learned today that, you know, Brad Marchand is leading the league in goals and assists, and he has more points. And it's like, well, then you're a hockey nerd. <laughs> like, you're a sports nerd. Like, if you can tell me what Matty Lou's batting average was in 1964, you're a nerd. It's a nerd for a different thing, but everybody's got their own nerdism for something.
5: Yes, and mine is a plethora of anime series and manga that I've dug into over the years and have achieved a certain level of knowledge about. And But g- going back to what Agent Nicole asked of what drew me to the character of the major. Now, I can say this on a purely aesthetic level, is she looks like she has purple hair purple is my favorite color and that instantly made me like her but there was something about the way that she's drawn and the outfit that she wears of the coat over the weird like singlet thing it almost looks like a bathing suit at certain points and I was just like, what? she's hanging out with like dudes in suits wearing this, and she's she has just as much respect as everybody else in the room. But she's dressed like that. And I don't think that scene is actually brought up in the movie, so I'm just referencing something from the series.
0: Mm-hmm. No, and that's why you're here, to fill in yep. our you know, knowledge gaps.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the... And just... Utter badassitude of being. There's an episode I can't. I meant to pull it for this show, where it's uh, a sniper who works for Section Nine, who is the section that uh, the major works for in the fictional future neo Japanese government, and he's talking about how he got recruited into Section Nine, and basically he's sent to take out a squad of UN troops, and in that squad of UN troops is the major and he basically over like a 30 minute span gets his eye shot out by Makoto and she doesn't kill him and goes you're a really good sniper you work for me now and just the the ability to be able to go I'm not going to kill this person this person's awesome I'm going to use them for my team and there's something i love about that for uh main characters when they can have people on their team that respect them but don't fear them like you know how in some series you'll have the one guy who's like he doesn't want to be there but he's only there because he owes like a life debt or something yeah not not, not like chewbacca but <laughs> like but i'm struggling to pull an example here <laughs>
0: Like, there are, yeah, I I know what you're saying. Like, a Jar Jar Binks type character.
5: Yeah, just kind of a, just someone who can be magnanimous enough to have people around them that actually respect them. And she's just a badass female character, and I think more female characters in anime should be badasses.
0: And in general. Because,
5: and, well,. Look at look at some anime out there. There's currently one, I believe. It's called Keijo, about uh, that is a fictional sport about girls running their butts into each other to knock each other into a pool. <laughs> Not exactly the strongest of female characters. That seems like an odd sport. To- <laughs> it's I need I, a part of me keeps thinking I should watch that sometime. <laughs> But I think that right after I think, boy, I should watch that anime on ice skating sometime. Because apparently they're both really good.
0: I mean, the only, just off the top of my head, like, thinking of, like, strong anime characters, you know, like a a Sailor Moon type, even though I never watched that, but, like, I know them. Uh, Elfin Lead. I don't know if you're familiar with that
5: one. I've actually never seen Elfin Lead. But I, I know of it. She's. I know she's it, a like pretty strong. Five minutes.
0: Yeah, she's a pretty strong female character. Uh, yes, I would she say. is. Um, also, crazy. is very
5: interesting power set of basically invisible psychic claws that yes. fuck your day up.
0: Uh, and uh, the, uh, I've only seen a f- the first few sh- uh, episodes, but there's a there's a girl on uh, Attack on Titan.
5: That's oh, part of the uh, uh, the, oh the
0: anti-Titan team,
5: Mikasa. Yes, A.K.A. the only Japanese woman in that entire series. But yeah, she's but, she's pretty badass too. Oh, she's great. She's a she's a total bat. She basically takes down like a group of Titans by herself because she's super cool.
0: Yeah, and that's why I why I think you know we're drawn to the major because she is, you know. It's like she's not being sexualized in the movie, despite like being naked half the time. Like she's being naked as a, a way of utilizing her camouflage. Because if she was wearing the coat, although that it didn't make sense, because that guy she was chasing had a camouflage coat. They probably could have made one for her. And she oh, I'm sure they could boots.
5: have. But I think that might be a different style of camouflage. I don't know. It's weird. Like. She's not like she's not made to be a sexualized character. Even though in the manga, uh, there is a scandalous panel of her engaging in a uh, lesbian e-sex orgy that apparently was excised from uh, certain American versions of the manga. But that does bring up something that also makes me like her. Uh, she is a bi- bisexual character, which is one of the thing like. There are a few things that make me instantly go instantly give characters points, and having that sort of dual sexuality is something that I go, huh? That's interesting. I'm going to read more and see how this is done.
0: Well, I I, I noticed one other thing that it's odd that the uh, the American version changed her opening line to uh, saying like you know uh, when. Bato tells her, you know, like, oh, you've got a lot of static in your brain or something. The original Japanese line was, it's that time of the month. But the American dub changed it to must be a loose wire. I forgot about that. That's...
5: Yeah. I think that's that's more her character. Yeah, I agree. And at the same time, the 95 Ghost in the Shell movie, going back to the dialogue, uh, they struggled to dub that in English. Like that was a that was a slog apparently to try to get through, because you know they didn't have enough mouth movements to be able to like do full emotional lines. Right.
0: Well, Ashes, you've you've got. Uh, I know you've got a lot of thoughts on this uh, on this character. What? Uh, Besides just seeing the movie, what in your research uh, has helped you form an opinion on on who the major is?
1: Well, the fact that she is the pretty much the only female in some of these. Um, like in the movie, there were a lot of scenes where she was the only female. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and from what I understand of the of the, I'm going to say it wrong. The, the manga? The manga?
5: Manga. Manga, yes. <laughs> it's however you want to pronounce it. I I know people who pronounce anime as anime, and I've just been like, all right, you pronounce it the way you want. You do you.
2: That's the right answer. Th-
1: yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Try living with an angry nerd. Angry
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> is pronounced a different way.
5: Um, um. Actually, Patsy, the character's name is Matoko Kusanagi. Get it right.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: I don't know. She just seems to, the way she's presented, you know what I mean? Like, there's no frills to her character. She's just like, the first time you see her, like, in the movie, she's just presented as a total badass. And it's like, how empowering is that to be a chick watching this being like, dude, yeah, fuck Yeah you know she just like jumps off a building and but not even jumps just falls and like backwards like hello like she doesn't even look to see where she's going like that's just I mean there's just so many different like empowering parts of this movie and yep. that made me interested in learning more like I definitely want to check out the, the, the series and I know exactly what outfit you're talking about because I looked up you know some pictures and stuff and I was like oh dude the first thing I noticed was her hair I'm like yeah <laughs> like yeah, you go girl awesome right but then you know it's the coat and the boots and everything like she's yeah just and the
5: the weird i mean it does look like a one-piece swimsuit doesn't it
1: it does it really does um but the fact that you know like you said the fact that she is commanding of all of these male characters and she has their respect and you know she doesn't have to like Fight for her voice to be heard. I just thought that was so cool and almost so so progressive at the time. Really, um, you know, uh, for the character to be presented in such a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have a couple of questions for you before we, we wrap things up. Okie dokie. If you like, what three adjectives would you use to describe the major's character?
5: Hmm. I would say uh, I would say she is would it would, would someone being a tactician be an adjective? Uh, she is a strategic.
0: I think tactician uh, works.
5: Yeah, tactician. Yeah. Uh, yeah. she is calculating but also is of an intelligence to a point. Yes. To where she is a good soldier she in the series she has some uh that there's another point in the series that makes me kind of love her where uh a bunch of kids have stolen uh medical like replacement organs and uh they were going to sell them off to the yakuza which are you know the japanese gangsters that takeshi miike likes to make movies about Mm mm-hmm you know, see see Atomic Age Media this week where they talk about uh, they talk about his gangster work plug plug um,
0: mentioned but, it on uh, Talk Without Rhythm as well this week.
5: Oh yeah, he did too. El Goro, that man okay. has an amazing voice. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, it, I've listened to that guy for like three years now, and his voice has continued to enthrall me.
0: So, just on a quick side note, I heard a rumor that. You might be making it up to Rock and Shack this year,
5: depending on how things go with my job. But there are plans in place to, if everything goes right and the stars align, I will be making my way up to Worcester, Massachusetts, aka Necronomicon, to partake in this thing that I heard so much about last year.
0: Uh, that would be amazing because our our good buddy. El Goro will be
5: there. I think I would be extremely shy around him. Okay, <laughs> hey, if Nicole can deal with him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, but I feel like I would have that have have that almost like senpai noticed me moment and almost faint. <laughs> and anyway, I want to go back to back. back yeah, on I, track. I keep I Tangent, keep interrupting. Tangent Thursday, but. Uh, There's a scene where basically she chases this group of kids, this one, most of the kids have been taken down at this point, but she chases one to a warehouse. And you get to hear the voice actor basically go like, he's trying to weasel his way out of it. And she goes, no, that's not going to work. The Yakuza, if you screw us over, we want blood. And she basically is suddenly in front of him, and there is a knife, and it seemed like she had stabbed him. And He faints, but she just stabbed like a container of artificial blood behind him and walks off all cool saying, you know, if I was the Yakuza, he wouldn't be breathing right now. (laughs) And it's just such a, such a moment of like, you go, all right. Yeah. Good. Good on you major for being a good person and not taking out this scumbag. Who's just kind of a dumb kid. Whereas you see in the movie where she takes that guy's head out with a bullet, yeah, <laughs> that guy kind of deserves it. Yeah, he was a jerk
0: just from the couple a- minutes I saw of him.
5: Oh yeah, and I mean that 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 movie has so many layers that you would have to watch it like an insane amount of times to be able to fully understand it. So I'm just glad you guys enjoyed it, and Nicole, I hope you get a chance to I check will. it out. Um, along with the series i think actually the series might be on netflix but see? i'm not 100 percent sure
2: yeah i'll definitely check it out um i do have one more question before we start wrapping things up okay, so yeah. with um the 2017 film that's coming out like tomorrow what are your what are your thoughts of the scarlett johansson casting and what do you expect or what would you like to see in the film from your knowledge of the the entire manga series
5: Mm, what do i expect with their casting well okay i'm I'm gonna throw this out there uh i don't mind that they casted a white woman in a role that may have got may have been better sent to a woman of japanese descent because Mm -hmm. it's anime Mm -hmm. those characters are legitimately drawn to be almost like racially neutral to us to a point,
4: mm-hmm.
5: like uh, at, at least at, at least in a certain point, and I I am nowhere near politically correct enough to put that into a phrase that would make people think that I'm right. So what I will say is I'm okay with her casting. Um, I'm all right with her voice, but she's too much. She feels too much like Black Widow still. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's great. I love her in those movies. But I'm like, but I worry that she's not going to, it's not going to come off great. But I'm still going to go see it. I'm still going to give it a legit chance. And what do I want to see out of the movie? I kind of want to see them at least try to do the, at least the last part of the movie where she's fighting the giant tank.
4: Because that would be awesome. That
5: that would be an amazing final act to this movie. Because I mean, just that that fight is great, and I feel like that would be the perfect way to end it. No matter what's in the middle act, mm-hmm. end it with that big tank fight. And nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure I'm going to come out going, "All right, it was it was good." Mm-hmm. Excuse me.
0: Bleah. Well, I, I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad Nicole did, because um, I was going to ask Nicole's thoughts on that because Nicole, being a uh, a young lady of the Asian persuasion, <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I'm half Asian, but all right.
0: I was going to ask what your your thoughts were on on it because I when I, I first saw it, yeah. I I thought that she looked just like the character.
2: Yeah, like I could see because we had talked about like. Scarlett Johansson has the big eyes, and they, a lot of like the illustration has like those like big eyes, small nose, small lips kind of features. But like like you said, I can see where the like the Black Widow training, like that vibe is in there. I when I was looking into this film, I was like, is this in, like another thing of Lucy? Because it kind of has some of that vibe. Oh, don't
5: talk to me about that
2: movie.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you unlock 100% of your brain and you are gonna you can become a god shit. Yeah. I, it's like that movie was just a bad... Somebody watched Akira and thought that that would be cool, yeah. is my opinion. Well, it would be cool, but... Live action Akira would be amazing, but I worry that well, we last, wouldn't do it justice.
0: Well, the last I heard, they were thinking about doing it and Robert Pattinson was going to play Tetsuo, and I was like, nope, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
5: I don't know. I kind of want to. I kind of want to hear him scream. Canada. No, I don't want even. See I'm him. flubbing a <laughs> Japanese name. I
0: not. don't want to see him anywhere near that.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I I don't mind. Like what, you, like you had said. Like the role is kind of, you know, gen not gender neutral, but ra- like, ra- racial racial neutral. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. I think you know to have a a big name kind of also opens up this whole world of manga and the anime. I think that's a great way kind of like a bridge where people probably don't know anything about it but like they love Scarlett Johansson so they might think, huh maybe I'll, you know, dip my toes into this whole thing, so. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it, it. it's, there's like pros and cons to it. I'm, I'm, I feel like I don't really have a good enough say to make a, like opinion for it but
5: right i i don't i don't think i have a i don't have enough knowledge to have the the say of oh this is fine
2: yeah or
5: oh this is bad
2: yeah i can see like i can understand the financial aspects of it because you know obviously hollywood they're gonna put someone who's big but then take material that is so like sacred to a lot of fans
5: not only sacred but extremely it's it's hard to get in unless you want to sit down and read something yeah. about philosophy.
2: Yeah. And so you have that bridge where I can, I, like, I can understand why they're doing it, but then it's like, do you really want to take that step? So like, there is pros and cons to it. I mean, I'm interested yep. enough to see it, but I mean, I'd rather start from the ground up, learn about it from – reading the material, watching other materials where it's really in its true nature in, like, the Japanese form. Yeah, anything yeah.
0: that has companion reading, like <coughs> Simulacra and Simulation, you know, is, is going to be
5: very yeah. interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, there is one thing that I wanted to pull out because I did do a lot of research oh, yeah. to try to create a timeline for you guys. Oh, yeah,
4: pull, and pull it out.
5: Real- <laughs> and then I realized... <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll let- mm. I'm not I'm wearing my Skull and Crossbones Pajama pants Right now I was gonna say This is radio Not video Lie on them So uh, But I tried And it was really hard So I looked to see Oh did somebody Do this for me And basically Somebody did And there's a lot of points In this timeline But basically It boils down to this The Ghost in the Shell movies Standalone complex series And Arise OVAs Which are Known as Original voice OVAs Original voice animations uh, are all different interpretations of the source material slash manga. Ghost in the Shell two Ghost in the Shell two and Innocence are set in the same universe, and I wouldn't recommend I would wa- recommend to watch them first as they have the strongest story and production values. Standalone complex series has its own separate universe and is more of a crime series where the movies are more philosophical. And the Arise OVA series is also completely separate from both movies and series, but somewhat serves as a spiritual prequel to both. And that's basically the summary I was able to get for the Ghost in the Shell adaptations of the manga. Cool. Yes. So they're not all connected, but think of it along the lines of as alternate universes where one is more of a philosophical take and one is more of a crime story and on a on a on a, any given day I would watch the series but if I had to be if I really wanted to dig into some philosophical shit I'd watch the movies okay yeah and I haven't seen arise yet I kept meaning to to watch it but I wasn't able to find it like where I could pay for it
0: yeah
5: it's just you know, I like to make sure that I pay for my media now. I'm not, I'm not 20 years old torrenting my anime anymore, <laughs> <laughs> reading my bad fan translations of mangas on the interwebs. All right. Well, I think that's
0: going to pretty much wrap up our uh, our discussion of the major for for today. Um, you know, obviously, if you have any feedback, if you have anything you want to add to the conversation, definitely hit us up on Twitter or on the Facebook page. Um, we're going to take Cassie a quick break. what is your Twitter? Uh my Twitter is uh Rayhall, and then
5: you can also hit Ashes up at Miss Vaughn Nightmare or Agent Cole at Nick to- Nikki Tompkins or me at Worgan Riku just in case since we're leaving the second segment just in case you cut, you don't stick around for the third.
0: But who wouldn't want to stick around for the third crazy I don't people?
5: know. You never know. Well, Some people
0: that's what I was going to ask. You know, we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, do you want to hang around? Because we've got a very interesting voicemail and email, and I think uh, you might enjoy this this uh, voicemail because there's a, a, a very specific question that, uh, if you, have, I if you have a would
5: chance. be honored to stick around for the third segment.
0: Awesome. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, thank you for dropping your knowledge and. Uh, we will be right back with uh, some feedback and our uh, closing arguments do you love a scary This is Bobby Chains, Uncle Polly from the Unchained Podcast, and you're listening to Throwdown
5: Thursday, hashtag Team Nicole. Be there or be Arthur. Patrick Ray Hall, in the the motherfucking, motherfucking house.
4: house. <laughs> Patrick Ray is in the the
5: motherfucking,
1: motherfucking house
4: the <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: <laughs> jesus
4: sorry i know you're
5: in the house no no
0: that's okay actually uh, el el goro actually uh, i i left a- an email for el goro and he referred to me as patrick rayhol the motherfucking mouse so uh, unprompted without the music so uh at least i uh, you know i've got a reputation
5: Yeah, well, you know, not many people have a song on the fly from the Deadites, uh, Dynamo Mars, and Tiny White, Yeah, which I actually went back and listened to that episode because I was like, I need to know the origin of this song, (laughs) (laughs) and and I'd never listened to any of the old trick-or-treat radios, so I was like, this is a weird format, and... MZ isn't through the whole show. What?
4: Yeah, he would leave like halfway this is weird.
5: through. weird. And who's this weird guy, Tiny White, that they're all talking about? I don't. I don't know. It's a weird era. I don't understand.
0: There's no chat room. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is a long. This is like almost four years ago at this point. Yeah, right. Episode, Man of Steel was out. Episode sixty-eight. That's uh. All the boys love Larry Fine. My first ever podcast. So, Aww. really, Wolfie, this is all your fault. <laughs> Hopefully
3: it didn't hurt too much.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> all
0: right,
4: so... Oh, Wolfie,
5: is my volume okay? I've been sitting here thinking, oh my god, I think I've been clipping this entire episode.
3: Nope, you're good. I got you, okay. got you on the board, so I can control volume on, on your end if I need to, but you've been fun.
1: Woo.
5: Just don't cut my mic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never uh, yours.
1: The only yep. mic we caught is it's Patsy, Patsy. Yeah. so don't yeah. worry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we, we did get a couple pieces of feedback. Uh, we got an email from uh, Chris G. And G. he says, Credited as one of the forebears of bringing to Western culture the idea that cartoons could be for more than children's films alongside such works as Akira. Ghost in the Shell stands as a beacon in the annals of anime. Its story is timeless, delving into the concept that perhaps man and machine aren't that different, and blurring the line between the two. It's often compared to Blade Runner in what it's brought to the table as far as, an op- as opening a genre to the whole concept of cyberpunk. The story itself has been retold many times, as is often the case with anime series from the 80s and 90s, continuing stories or at least retelling them, And almost all of its renditions are beautifully done, well thought out, planned, and executed stories. This brings us to the crux of the discussion, the new live-action movie that's coming out. To begin with, anime fans are notoriously on live-action adaptations of their beloved works. Oh, yeah. And with good reason, as oftentimes, movie makers seem to miss the mark on catching what made the original idea work so well. Time and time again, we see... Once great ideas are reduced to vapid subplots trying to desperately cash in on fandom's love of a series, or at least create enough drama to attract people to what all the fuss is about, like Suicide Squad. Rarely are the adaptations into live action actually decent, and from what, what's been released about the make makeovers to the Ghost in the Shell series, often shortened to G.I.T.S., it gives one reason to worry. For one reason, the filmmakers wanted to take Scarlett Johansson, look more Eastern, to bring in the idea of whitewashing so they could have a major Hollywood name attached to the project instead of hiring some someone <sighs> Japanese to play a Japanese character. I hate that word. <laughs> this, bec- this becomes even further mired in controversy when the filmmakers decide to take out a very key element in the story. Ghost in the Shell, the original story, takes place in not too distant future of Japan and reflects the societal changes with leaps and bounds technology has brought, and how human cyborgs and androids deal with this. Instead, we're going to be treated to a story taking place in America, which, at least in one series, has actually become a monarchy. These aren't. Yes, it cousins. has. Um, yeah. Sorry. It's okay these aren't just cosmetic changes this changes the nature of the story in huge ways and honestly not for the better every few years Hollywood as well as other overseas film industries takes a stab at cashing in on an anime film instead of backing a well done well loved piece as an animation they hack and slash a story to bits and glue it together in a reimagining of the work what do we get we get Dragon Ball Evolution or Attack on Titan Ah! Ah! Dragon Ball Evolution was utter garbage
5: uh, These Attack the Titan was so
0: bad. I haven't seen it yet.
5: Don't, don't ruin <laughs> yourself. Save yourself, Patsy, Don't be like me.
0: These are flash in the pan failures that really don't do the original works the justice they deserve. Personally, I'm not going to bother. It's just not worth my time. So Chris seems to be uh, not a fan of you know what we had just discussed right before the break of right. uh, the casting of uh, Scarlett Johansson as the using major. that
4: word
5: I hate.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, it's something that has. Become it's a commonly instilled. used
5: word, and it's yeah. fine. It's just I don't like it because I just I just don't like it. Right. And I have specific examples, have but this isn't this isn't the time nor the place.
0: No, but yeah, no. uh, and you, you don't you don't have to like it. And again, you know, there is nothing that's going to have universal appeal. So, uh, if you are the type of person who. Uh, decides that you don't want to see the film because it deviates too much from what you know, or if you're a completionist, that you know maybe you don't want to see the film, but you feel like you owe it to, you know, the source material to see how different this is. I mean, there's a lot that's, of different arguments. That's me. Yeah, there's a lot of different arguments for and against going to see, you know, a reimagining or a remake or a retelling or a continuation of a story.
5: That you know what? I'm just at this point. I'm just curious to see what they do. I mean, good or bad, it's literally they have this swath of uh, idea fodder that you could take from, and I'm like, what are you? What is Hollywood cherry picking out of this? Honestly, very good grove of ideas to make into the fruit salad that would be the live action Ghost <laughs> in the Shell movie.
0: And it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, how that uh, how that turns out. Yeah, now, we do have a voicemail. From longtime listener and good friend of the show, Evil Corny.
1: Hashtag Team Evil Corny.
0: Evil Corny. Uh, and on on Halloween, he's Evil Candy Corny. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a question for us. So, uh, Wolfie, if you if you please.
3: Sometimes, uh, Speakpipe likes to play games. So just give me one quick second. I have to download it first. Like ravenous,
5: ravenous. Okay, line. well, so uh, Vanfic d- for time. Vanfic for time. Uh, Ashes, <laughs> what, uh, what, what's your drink of choice for podcasting tonight?
1: Uh, well, right now, I because we are recording on a Tuesday evening, I am guzzling down and getting crunk on some Powerade Zero. <laughs> yeah, Powerade Zero. <laughs> R-
3: Rico's a pro at this. That was a good stall. I, I got it all set right now. Awesome. awesome. So here we go and i opened the wrong thing
4: <laughs>
3: like not, that's a not, picture of not, tiny wood. not the Dead flyer <laughs> but, it's not,
1: but it's not unusual for me to have a bottle of merlot usually merlot something red
5: yeah I, that's what i imagined you would drink but uh agent nicole uh you know i have a quick question cuz you know yeah. on your on your art for your podcast you have a chaunty red cap and i'm wondering is that a is that a reference to agent
2: carter it is And uh, we will talk about that in a little bit because we got a segue. Yes, we do.
5: Oh, boy. I can't wait.
3: All right. Here is the voicemail for real. Hey, guys. This is Evil Courtney. I have a question for you all. If you all had the opportunity to replace one body part with a cybernetic um, (laughs) enhancement, what would it be? Uh, that's all I wanted. I hadn't called a, you, know, <laughs> you all in a while. I just wanted to, you know, have a voice over the podcast. Yeah, I got one. Well, evil
2: corn. <laughs> well, I love uh, you. <laughs> well, the
0: the first the the, the low hanging fruit is obviously to go with oh, the Robo Dong. The low f- oh. hanging fruit.
2: <laughs> Robo King Dong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I, I thought so, that was weeks ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, for me, if Sorry. I were to replace a part of me with cybernetics, I don't know. I think back to the uh, the episode of Futurama where Fry gets the robot devil's hands.
5: Yeah, but you only get one limb. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just that part. I mean, say yeah. No, like one arm or one leg. I mean I could be the if I I could get one arm and I could cosplay as the winter soldier very convincingly. Or
5: you could be um what was his name? The guy from Bionic Commando Commando.
0: Oh yeah, 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 I yeah. I know yeah, I yeah. can't think of his name, but Oh yeah.
5: god, I can't think of it either. Extensomatic Arms. Arms. Yeah. Let's yeah. Call
0: him it was gra- a Marvel Grapple Arm. Let's
5: just yeah.
0: call him Bob. Carl Bob. We'll call him Carl. <laughs> call him Carl <laughs> the Bionic Commando.
5: I think it's like Alan Spencer. It's something Spencer.
0: Sounds, something Spencer uh. sounds right. But yeah, he's on he's on the Marvel vs. Capcom. I think it's I don't know. Bill the Turkey Baster kurbinski
3: Nathan Spencer. I was close. Ah, oh, Nathan Spencer. Good. Nathan Rad Spencer. Rad.
0: rad The Rad stands for radical.
5: The rad stands for random acts doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: done. Random acts done. Alright, so I, I'm gonna say if I were to replace any part of my buddy with cybernetics uh, probably, Cybernetic ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably say my brain so I could do multiple complex angry nerd things uh, c- concurrently That's what I would yeah, go but,
5: with But then Patsy, someone could hack your brain it's
0: true. Nobody would want to.
5: Now, say that, but I had to recently antivirus my grandma's laptop because somebody decided it was a good idea to hack her.
0: Well, it's because she's spending all those time in the offshore poker uh, poker rooms.
5: I wish my grandma the knew how Cayman to do Island. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gambling in the Cayman Islands. Gambling yeah. on High uh, Um Agent Nicole, how about you?
2: Hmm. <sighs> Uh, I'm torn between cybernetic hair. No, <laughs> probably ears. You joke. So I can hear better.
0: Yeah, because you, be cool. you do have an issue here. Like, I'll be talking to you for five minutes. You'll be like, huh?
2: Because <laughs> I just tune you out.
5: Die. That's true. Your voice has damaged you over time. Sometimes, <laughs>
0: well, true. actually,
2: earlier today he was talking to me. I'm like, you have to go to the other ear. My other my my left ear is kind of clogged up at the moment. I
0: literally had to walk from one side of a desk to the other side of the desk so I could have a conversation <laughs> with her.
2: Yeah, I think it, w- it would be either ears or eyes.
0: Mm. Smashels.
1: What part would I make cybernetic? Patrick's dong. No, I'm
0: just <laughs> 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 yeah, but then it would be cold and. Oh.
1: No. You, <laughs> no, <you have> <laughs> no, No, I pro- have you seen um, Austin Powers? The fembots?
0: Oh, machine, like, machine gun boobs!
2: Yes, I want machine gun boobs.
0: Oh, I want to change my <laughs> <laughs> answer.
2: Yo, you only get one answer. I want
0: machine gun boobs too. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Riku, your turn, buddy.
5: Okay. I, initially, I thought you know, biotic tongue, so I could you know talk without without flubbing my words. Without them. I have this weird thing where my brain wants to say all these words all at once, and it all comes out in a weird melange of language. Like apotheosis. Yeah, uh, but to be to be real, I would get a cybernetic left eye because my current one doesn't work very well. So this way, I would be replacing a bad part with a good part. Plus, it might come with like an X-ray vision mode or like
0: laser. No, all all cybernetic eyes have lasers. Like they have to. It's just a rule.
2: Supergirl just like piss me off. will just laser eye you or Cyclops. Oh ooh, my god, yeah,
1: laser boobs, <laughs> laser,
4: <laughs> laser boobs.
5: Uh, Patsy, you you've wasted a point here because if you got the if you got the Robo Dong, you might be able to detach it and bah, lightsaber.
4: Ooh, that's true. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it has a good. Uh, it would have a great pommel. That's true. <laughs> AKA, but
0: the humming sound might be off-putting.
5: <laughs> the humming sound would be very off-putting. Oh, I'm so disturbed right now. Wolfie,
0: no. uh, Aside from the Robo what are you? Uh, what are you going to go with?
3: Um, that's. A, I haven't even thought about it. Um, hmm. And it's got to be. He said one body part, right? So you can't do both arms. It's got to be like one.
4: Yeah, yeah that's correct. kind of what we're going. Just, with. Just,
3: just making sure. Um, either eyes or ears, I'd say.
0: That's what, uh, Nicole said. Yeah,
3: I, I, it's a tough one. I guess, I guess let's go with this since, since, you know, uh, I need to be able to produce at the highest possible level for a long time. Let's go with, uh, robo ears so I can get the perfect mix all the time.
0: Okay.
5: Everything would be the perfect pitch.
0: <laughs> so, and this goes to, uh, I know it wasn't specifically for everybody at home, but, you know, people at home, you know, uh, what would you go with?
3: Do you, know? you want Write a Robo Dong?
0: I mean, you can go with the Robo Dong, you know, like, is it like the Extensomatic version? Is it, you know.
5: Is it like the version from Futurama where Hermes kept replacing his human body parts?
0: That's true. Everything
5: was
0: yeah. uh, And he had the, he his dick.
5: Yeah, he did Cylon his
0: dick. There's some things that don't need to be Cyloned.
5: Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, that was a great episode.
0: Oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so, you know the drill, Riku. We're gonna do our uh, our closing statements, and if you'd like to hang out with us the rest of the uh, last. Oh part.
5: no, I would l- I would love to get to hear that part live.
0: Oh, all right. And
2: we got a battle.
0: And we have yeah, the, we there's also, a battle. We've only got a few more minutes left, but, uh, you know, I think, I think we can uh, get this all together. So let's start with the Agent Nicole files. I think that would be a good one to start with because we haven't had an Agent Nicole files because she's been in jail. So we need to catch <laughs> up on Agent Nicole files. So are you, are you ready? to bad. You're going anyway. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I hit the button. This is happening right now. Oh.
3: Agent, Agent Nicole.
2: Nicole. Alright. I am back for my Agent Nicole files because I was, I was too busy. Too busy. <laughs> too busy. Too busy, <laughs> too busy fondling Benedict. Oh So, aren't we all? <laughs> I know. Anyways, back to the back to my files, because I'm just getting distracted. Um, I'll do two, because I'll make up for the one I didn't do last week, or la- two weeks ago. So, there's a new television show. I know Ashes has been watching it. It's on FXX, and it's um, a Ryan Murphy uh, television show. It's a new series with... Um, Jessica playing and Susan Sarandon called Feud. It is about the feud, the infamous feud, between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. And it has Stanley Tucci. It has um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Kathy Bates is in it. Some fantastic... A- it's just wonderful. I- Ashes, do you have any, anything to add to that?
1: They do such a good job at making... Susan Sarandon and Jessica Lange Actually look like Betty Davis and Joe yeah. Crawford uh, Somebody definitely did their homework yep. And It's it's just awesome Plus I mean it, Fucking Stanley Tucci like, oh my Who God. doesn't love Stanley Tucci Stanley Tucci
2: is wonderful right?
1: And plus it's just really fun to say Tucci, Tucci. So Tucci. you know Stanley Tucci <laughs> But yeah Let's you go just, to
0: Bertucci's for lunch
1: Uh, But yeah Feud is absolutely I'm only only a couple of episodes
2: in right now um, and I'm loving it I know I I can't wait to see more I think one of my favorite parts so far is where Betty (laughs) Susan Sarandon's character as Betty Davis she comes out of the car and this lady's like oh we have a question for you and she's like what's your name and she's like Sylvia Fuck off, Sylvia! And like the camera, <laughs> the camera bulb just like explodes. Like that's a wonderful moment on the show. If you haven't seen it, you can watch. Nicole it. just
0: ruined it for you.
2: Yeah, well, there's plenty more that we haven't seen yet. So definitely take a look on it. It's on um, the interwebs. And um, I want to talk about a few podcasts that I cur- currently listen to. So over the past couple of months, I've talked about a few that I've listened to, like um, Up and Vanish, My Dad Wrote a Porno, um, so here's some, a few more that I've
0: My got. dad wrote a porno, I right had Up and Vanish too.
2: <laughs> Anyways, um, what, a, a really good one, it's an audio fiction drama called Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes. It's really good if you're into history, history. Um, Just really good stuff. Uh, You must remember this. It's a storytelling podcast exploring the secrets and forgotten histories of Hollywood's first century. So they talk about like Marilyn Monroe, Humphrey Bogart, like the lost old Hollywood. And then the last one is a really, really nice one. Um, It's a dedication to Jeremy Jeremy McFarland and Slagoth. They have like this new little like. I think it's just like a hangout podcast kind of thing. Oh, my God. I'm having a... uh, Cabal Corner. Thank you. Cabal Corner. um, I've been listening to it. It is wonderful. It's a wonderful podcast slash audio fun time. It's... You guys, Jeremy and Jeremy Slagoth and Jeremy McFarlane, you guys have a wonderful friendship and it's wonderful to hear and I personally... It's it's nice for me because it's I feel like I'm getting to know you guys more on a deeper level and um, keep doing it. You guys rock! It's wonderful. I can't wait to hear what you have for storage for later for later episodes. They had a um, right. speaking of evil corny. They had evil corny on another yeah, episode.
1: Yeah, episode two. Yeah. Um. So that was fun, and they pretty much just kind of like have a drink and yeah. shoot the shit and when you're listening to it it's like you're having a cocktail with them yeah so it's kind of cool i didn't I dig even it.
5: know this was a thing oh yeah.
1: yes yeah they have. i
5: need to i need to be subscribed to this now but i feel like they missed the prime branding of jeremy and jeremy <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah and um definitely if you can get with uh jerry Mc- mcfarland i'm sure he'll send you some links to the um yeah he's on, on twitter yeah. So it's re- it's really wonderful. It's it's just nice to hear. It's refreshing cuz I listen to a lot of crime podcasts like I'm I'm a maniacs for like the really bad like murders and shit. So to so listen to this, it's like refreshing for my ears cuz
5: You know, Nicole, you should try listening to some other podcasts. Uh shit. I was going to do something, but now I can't remember what I was going to (laughs) do. I was going to plug my friends over at Cinema Chat Podcast, who are going to be doing – well, they will have already done by now their Ghost in the Shell anime episode. And they're going to do the Ghost in the Shell live-action film for their show for this week. So um, just plugging – just making sure I get as many plugs in there for people yeah. that I like. As I yeah, can. and anytime you have out.
2: anything to tell me, like any like podcast, like this goes to anybody. Like I love listening to different podcasts throughout the day at work. So just send me recommendations, things that you love, things that you think I would enjoy. So
3: that way she doesn't have to talk to Patsy. Yeah, right. basically,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I get and, to tune him out at work.
3: And I do. I do
0: want to say uh, real quick that you know I don't have an issue with anybody. You know, if you want to uh, plug another podcast, or you know, you want to post something to our, our Facebook page and say, "Hey, this is a this is a podcast I think folks might dig," based on you know what you're doing, like because you know through Twitter we've been you know uh, other other folks have promoted our shows and and our tweets and and our information, so I have no problem having other uh, you know promoting other people's stuff as well because that's really what it's all about. Like that's how podcasts get out there, everybody. You know, word of mouth You know, I tell you That you tell two friends And they tell two friends And it's just like that AT&T commercial from the 80s
5: Yeah I mean, that's how I even got into podcasting. Was I was listening to one episode, one show. Then they had one guy on from another show, and I went and listened to his show. And his show led me to another show, and then uh, somehow through the melange of the internet, I ended up listening to Trick or Treat Radio.
2: And it's a, a downward like, spiral. It's, it's like it really it's, is. it's like the Kevin Bacon of podcasting. <laughs> the theory
3: of centrality. Yeah, yeah. Trick or Treat Radio is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think next we
0: should get into the Vaughn Nightmare Vineyard, and we do have a special... Speaking of Jeremy McFarlane, that's who did our theme here. So uh, let's hear Jeremy's theme and hear what Ashes has to say about Wine. <laughs>
3: With
1: <laughs> So today on Vaughn Nightmare Vineyards, we are going to lighten it up a bit. Uh, we're going to talk about rosé, uh, something that I don't typically drink because I'm not a huge fan of it. However... A vineyard, a brand that I'm particularly fond of, has released a limited release of rosé for spring. It is apothic. It is the apothic rosé. It is described as a blend of strawberry and watermelon with a hint of raspberry for a refreshing wine that is light in color yet dark in nature, and I just... I just, I actually really enjoy it. Um, For me, most roses have kind of like a bitter aftertaste to it. And uh, being a fan of red wines, I do enjoy. some bitterness, but I don't know. It just—it just sometimes it just takes, tastes a little off to me. But this apothic rosé is actually fantastic. It's not super bitter. It's very light on the palate. It tasted. It it, it complemented the smart food white cheddar popcorn that I was eating while drinking this very nicely. Um, I can imagine it would go great with any like fish dishes or pasta dishes. I definitely recommend that you chill it before consuming it. Um, and it's just—it's a gorgeous blush color and the bottle is so cool looking it has like a apothic usually has a darker label and this one has a has a white label to it but it's just it still has kind of like that gothic look to it it's just absolutely gorgeous and i can't i can't say enough good things about it so yeah apothic rosé definitely uh look it up it's a limited release Uh, we bought it for under 10 bucks so pick it up
0: yeah, it's a, that's a treat for those of you who uh, follow along to uh, Trick or Treat Radio.
1: It's a it's a, a, I, w- I would give amazing. it a I would give it a platinum chain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll damn. we'll drink is, again. Is that
3: the good one or <laughs> the bad one? That's that's the, the good one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll just uh, offer a thank you because uh, uh, Patsy. I I don't know who's responsible. I'm assuming all you guys, Patsy, uh, Nicole, and Ashes brought a uh, bottle of. Uh, apothic rosé for for me and uh and my my uh my lady tea dog so mm-hmm. that's much most appreciated. Oh, that's sweet yeah
1: we just like to you know we just like to share it you know
0: well we know <laughs> she's a huge apothic fan she is yes and i don't know if uh you know you guys have had a chance to get out to a we have not a tried wine that. store
1: yeah say so i'm not sure <clears throat> if rosé speaks to speaks to tea dog at all but um this one is it's good it's yeah, very good yeah so hmm I recommend it. Pick it up.
3: I'll have her give a review.
5: Okay.
3: <laughs> have her call in a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> have
5: a call in a voicemail. A little, a little cross promotion.
0: So, there's only one section left of our uh, trilogy of error. So, so you can uh,
1: sh- turn off now. Thanks for Woo! tuning in. See yeah, you next have
5: Thursday. And also, you guys have a battle. Yes.
3: So, you yes. have to stay for the battle. Two yeah. segments. Battle. So. This is time, Patsy. It's time. Okay. From the blackness of space, timeless from the void, you are terrified to learn of Patsy's science facts.
0: (laughs) Well, today I have a couple of things that I was looking at, and... Um, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but uh, string theory. Uh, string theory says that beyond molecules, beyond atoms, even smaller and smaller and smaller, you know, because as you go, it's like, well, what makes up this? You know, if this is there, how do you know, what is this made up? Like, people are made of atoms, and what are atoms made of? And what makes that up? And so on and so on. And you go into quarks and gluons and things like that. So this says that. A uh, string theory says that strings are the smallest things, and there's really no way to know what they are made up of because they are so incredibly... uh, It's hard to wrap your mind around how small these things are. So if you were to take a hydrogen atom and make it the size of the observable universe, which is 13 billion light years, okay... If you were to do that. Now, we all know how tiny atoms are from the Greek word atomos, uh, which means uh, like undiv- indivisible, I believe. Something like you can't split it any further. Like, that's as small as it goes. Because at the time, that's what it was. But well, we all know that splitting an atom leads to the most destructive weapon that uh, we have ever harnessed. Kabang. Yup. Indeed, kabang. But as long as you hop into your refrigerator, you and the gophers will be fine.
5: Just shut up, that movie doesn't exist.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Stop saying lies.
0: Um, so if you were to take a hydrogen atom and make it the size of the observable universe, so instead of being as you know incredibly small as it is, it is now 13.7 billion light years, which means if you were to go from one end to the other... Traveling at one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second, it would take you thirteen billion years to get from one end to the other. A string would be the size of a tree. So within think
5: of a, a, making it the size of the observable universe, it would be the size of a tree.
0: A string would be the size of a tree.
5: Wow. Yes. So that's to give you an idea, a, that's so small. That's nigh infinitesimal.
0: Yes. And so (laughs) we can't figure out what what makes strings up, but we've gotten down there, down to that part. And there's no way to actually look at a string without magic
5: that I'm aware of. (laughs) I I mean, let's be honest here. Someday someone's going to realize the power to control the strings, and we're just in trouble.
0: That person will be named the Puppet Master because they'll be pulling all the strings.
2: Shit! I was going to say something like that! Fuck! Fuck!
0: There's the third one, Wolfie. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, that being said, uh, it's almost time to close up this episode, but we would like to thank greatly our, our, our special guest, Mr. Riku, Riku, thank, thank you so you. much for uh, appearing on the show and thank you for having me. giving us Absolutely. some knowledge because otherwise our show would have been about uh, six minutes long uh, <laughs> it, because
5: we don't know much about the major. It's completely okay. I'm, I'm happy I was able to. Co- I'm happy you invited me.
2: You're well, you know, always welcome nice to... on the, the show. Aww,
5: that's oh yeah, very we nice.
0: will have you back. I definitely think that you and I need to uh, chat about Bender
5: we do. Uh, you also at one point shot the idea to me of you want to do an episode for Armin from uh, from uh, Attack on Titan. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I need to watch more of that show first. Season 2 is on the horizon and like I need to go back. I'm so dusty on my lore for Attack on Titan that I need to go back and do a dive on that. So um
0: I know you don't get to vote on the uh the Facebook page. So we can take your vote live. Ooh, you can be the first only. person to vote on this uh on this battle. Ashes, would you like to uh reveal this week's battle?
2: Are you ready, Ashes? Are you ready to count it out? Got ready? It. ready? ready? One, one, three, 1 2 3, two, three. It's, it's a motherfucking, motherfucking throwdown.
0: You got oh. that part good. Now you just got to work on your countdown <laughs> <laughs> skills. Shut up. It was good. Baby
1: steps. Yay. Baby steps. Hey. You we, got the important part there. right. We're getting there. So it's this week's battle, we have the Major versus Neo from the Matrix. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. Whoa.
5: I know kung fu, right? Show me. So oh, that's so cool. That first movie's great. It is. <laughs> it it I, is. I
0: like, like all three. I do dig the three of them. I have a. Uh, uh, I got this at That's Entertainment. It's a. Uh, it's a little like an acrylic case that has a bust of Neo, and Ooh. then eight discs. So it's the movie, <sighs> and then the special features. And then the animatrix, like the whole animatrix, Oof. and then uh, like a bonus disc. And I actually, I was, I was trying to figure out uh, this is years ago, I was trying to figure out what movie I wanted to go see. And it was either going to be Dreamcatcher, The Core, or Tears of the Sun. And I ended up going to see Dreamcatcher because Dreamcatcher. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Dreamcatcher uh, had the final flight of the Osiris playing before it.
4: So oh, that's, that's so cool. That's
0: what made up my mind.
5: Seeing that on the big screen would have been awesome. It was. And that's oh, how I chose Josh. those
0: <laughs> between those three movies, that's how I chose I'd I d- sit through
5: Dreamcatcher if I got to watch that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know That this, movie's terrible.
3: I know this episode was already inflated, but I since Riku's here and you you just mentioned the Matrix, I wanted to bring up uh there's a really awesome Matrix video game that are we are we talking
5: Enter the Matrix? Yes. Yeah, oh, game's so good. Yeah,
3: that was a, a great game and I also was one of the like 10 people that played Matrix online.
5: <laughs> oh. Nice. oh Wolf- Wolfie, you were you on when the servers went down?
3: No, I I played for the first like uh, 4 months.
5: No, no, you you played like something that to me is like it's internet lore at this point because the Matrix online was, it was supposedly awesome. good yeah. and like it just didn't sell.
3: Here's a funny, here's a just to bring it all around. Uh, that's where I met uh, Rocky. Oh, nice. Yeah. I met him, uh, and there we used to do, we were online DJs. He he actually ran a internet radio show, and in the Matrix Online, you could plug in, a, you could have lo, uh, a, had a media player built in, so you could plug in a URL where people could listen. So we'd actually hang out in, this is entirely dorky, and I'm revealing a lot, <laughs> but...
5: No, no, I'm loving
3: it. You could actually hang out in the clubs, uh, we used to hang out at one called the Sphinx, I believe, if that's if if I'm correct, and we used to broadcast our you know our our music. We used to DJ right right from there. So and they even had DJ booths. So it looked like your your avatar was actually DJing, and then you could uh sp- you know spam out your your link so people could tune in and listen to you DJ. So it was uh very cool, and that's that's where I met Rocky and uh, and uh, and his awesome wife.
5: He was the guy who was on the uh, the. Uh, Star Wars, that's been on the Star Wars episodes, correct?
3: Yep, that's right, yep. Yeah, then, that guy
5: seemed really cool.
3: Yeah, he, he's awesome. I'd, so I've known him oh. since 2004 or five. and then Damn. after Matrix Online, after we all kind of lost interest, we we all went back and played Star Wars Galaxies.
5: And Star Wars Galaxies is, is another one yeah. of those like <laughs> games yes. that have slipped into the ether, but seem like... They're better in hindsight than they were.
3: Yeah, we had a blast in those games, so... That's what I
5: hear. That's kind of jealous. That's really cool. Agent Nicole... uh, Wait, Lou, hold
2: on. We never got his vote. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have to
5: vote... Uh, I, of course, have to vote for the Major. Okay, I figured. If only because... Because I feel like the Major's cybernetic body would be enough to give her an edge over Neo, because as we all... Or... You know, jacking into the Matrix is very similar to how uh, the androids of Ghost in the Shell dive into the net. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Major post her fusion to become the Gestalt being with uh, the Puppet Master. I feel like that's just an unfair fight versus Neo. A creature born in the sea of the internet and infinite knowledge versus I know Kung Fu. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
3: i need guns lots of guns lots of guns i can dodge bullets
0: <sighs> when you're ready oh. you won't have to um <laughs> so i know we're I, i'm just looking at the time and where this is our our longest episode we've ever yeah, had
5: i'm sorry <laughs> no Don't no no it's okay
0: um Long. But I know I know. Agent Nicole has been dying to tell everyone what next week's episode is going to be about. <laughs>
3: and that's all the time we have, folks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> find, exactly out, uh, find
2: out <laughs> next week. Ba- ba- bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> so, Riku, you had asked about where the hat in the um, avatar comes from. Well, next week's episode, we are going to talk about Agent Carter.
0: Ooh. So. That's right. Agent Jimmy Carter, former <laughs> <laughs> president of the United States.
5: No. we're. She was to, never an agent of anything.
2: We are going to talk about Agent Margaret Peggy Elizabeth Carter. Because her birthday is coming up. And unfortunately, Marvel fucked everything over and killed her. So we're going to talk about her. And Spoiler her. alert. <laughs>
0: Margaret Peggy, dead at the age of 109. How old was she? Like
2: 600? No. 200? She was like... I think she died at, like, 96.
0: So, like, she's young enough to have known Captain America before he was Captain America and also all the Avengers.
2: Yeah. So, next week, listen to me just, like, sploosh all over... I'm
0: not even going to watch the show because <laughs> I don't even have to because she's just going to talk the I'm whole I'm just going to talk about the evolution. I'm
5: excited to hear Agent Nicole become me for an episode.
2: <laughs> It'll be really excited. I've already, like, pre-planned everything. I've already been watching everything. So, Everyone, get ready. You're just going to hear a lot of me.
5: I'm so excited. This is going to be the best. It's going to be a good time. <laughs>
2: Great. Uh, so, once again, Riku, thank you for coming on the show. Yes, You're welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome to come back anytime. We
0: will definitely have you back.
5: Thank you very much.
2: And? Yeah. I,
5: Do, I think... It's that time where you all say your ending phrase.
0: Now is the time on Sprockets when we dance.
5: No, wait, that's not it. No. <laughs> the you, other you one. See you next
4: Thursday.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. That's Later. it. That's it. Bye.
4: Bye. 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 <laughs>